Yeah. Gotta get my energy up. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey. This is the Fresh Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. GQ, a.k.a. Coffee Black, a.k.a. Short Time, the host of this motherfucking show. I'm back to give y'all some more of this freshness. I got a guest, comedian. Oh, man, you're the, you're the first person to ever do this one little thing I'm about to say. You're the first strip riding hat on here. Oh, shit. X strip. <laughs> <laughs> so, ladies, man, this hear is. You. Hold on. You can't hear? No, you got me there. You got me there. Let me see. What about now? Now can you hear? Yeah, we good. All right. So, ladies, man, this is like for y'all. Because <laughs> the other day we had like a chick who does like porn on here. So, like a lot of the fellas like that. So, ladies, that, something for y'all. So, don't ever say I don't cater to y'all and shit. <laughs> and, man, he's from my hometown too, man. We got Mr. Andre Mulligan. How you doing, brother? I'm good, man. Give you I'm a good. Round. I was a Red Power Ranger too, man. got a... You was a Red Power Ranger? I was a Red Power Ranger. Pull up my MDB, man. You just, just go For shout real? out. Yeah, man. You just go say I was a I didn't know. Stripper. Yeah, man. Hold on. Red Lord Power Ranger on what? Lord Dragon Series, man. You pull it up. Oh, that's what's up. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, Andre Mulligan, man. And then you also see what the cops with my ass, too. You'll pull it up, We're we going to talk about that, too. Yeah, yeah. It said Power Rangers what series? It's Lord Draken series, man. The homie just died. I know. Uh, we Jason talked, just died, man. We talked yeah. about him and shit. Lord Draken. Yeah, man. All right. Shit, niggas are stressing at her. Niggas are killing themselves, yo. Yeah, the one DJ dude. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he did too. Why niggas been off themselves, man? Shit, sorry, man. Oh, I'm trying to find it. Just put in Andre Mulligan. A-N-D-R-E. Right, Mulligan, I-M-D-B. Put my I-M-D-B. You should. My Power Ranger picture How you should pop up. How you spell last name? M-U-L-L-I-G-A-N. All right, let's see. I used to hate spelling my name there we go. Oh, I see you in the costume. That's hard. <laughs> got my cape on, ladies. I got the cape on. How'd, all right, man. So tell me, how'd you get that gig? Right place, right time, man. When you was right, this? Uh, 2018. Oh, okay, okay. Not too long ago. Yeah, 2018, man. It was uh, uh it was fun. It was fun. Uh -huh. I did with Jason David Franks. He's actually one of the guys who actually funded the project. It's a sublime project. Yeah. It's a real project. People. You know, people don't want me to give my credit. They be like, oh, you, you want no Power Rangers. I was a Power Ranger. That's what's up. I was a superhero, man. I was a superhero and a stripper. What's up, man? What's up? How y'all doing? Shots out. Man. All right, so growing up, did you watch Power Rangers? Yeah, I did. So what was it like when you got the the, the role? You'd be like, damn, I'm the Red Ranger. Because back in the day, everybody wanted to be the Red Ranger. They wanted to be right. Jason because he was the leader. Manifestation, man. So what was what was the, your character's name? Uh, Red Ranger. <laughs> oh, he, so he didn't have no name like Jason. No, nah, no, nah, nah, it's just Red Ranger, man. Is uh, uh, we actually have a name, but I don't think we didn't use them because uh, okay. it was only it was only me, the Green Ranger, and the Yellow Ranger, and we killed everybody. So what we did is we go back and we kill all the uh, other Rangers. We kill Rita. We kill Lord Zed. Okay. So like my pictures, actually, my mama, my mama always had me send the pictures every. That that's my number one fan, you know. That's what's up. That's my baby, man. But Damn. Literally every every day, my mom be like, "Send me all your pictures." There you go. Where was y'all filming this at? We we shot that at uh at one of the studios, man, out in uh out in South L.A. Okay. So it was cool, man. The the 
set was real good, man. You can see they they built the set, man. The set was nice, dog. How I long never, it how long it take to get the costume on? <sighs> I almost died in that costume. <laughs> Why? What happened? I couldn't breathe. Damn, I with the hell of this shit too. Yeah, plus my nose was broken. Uh-huh. My nose been broken and I just got it fixed, so I I couldn't like like the suit, it was cool. So right, so I got the I got the costume of me putting like the videos of me putting on the suit. And when when I tried the mask on, I was like, why can't we breathe? It was like, you know, like real talk, you can't breathe. Damn. No air. Like the air is like like it's probably a small, not even as big as this little hole right there. It's not even that big. You can't breathe out of it. Damn. So they you get a certain amount of time in it. So once they put the mask on, they got to go shoot. You can't move. You got to hold your breath. You got to try. Oh, shit. Damn. And like, <laughs> I remember they put it on like, oh, sh- hey, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> so how many minutes did you last in the helmet? Uh, I think I finally got up to like maybe 10 minutes. Okay. Damn. And then they stopped it. And then we started again and stopped. Because Jason Mass, he had a, you know, they had a million Power Rangers. Right. He's the only one that had his own real mask. So he could breathe in it. It was good. He probably had air, everything coming in and oxygen and shit like that. Nigga, I was dying. I was, Damn. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. But yeah, man, the people never give me the Power Ranger credit. I didn't know. Yeah. They'd be man. like, oh, he was a stripper. Drop all a right. bomb for that. Man, all right. So growing up, I was so fucking in love with Power Rangers. So as a kid, I stayed out. It's like Butch or whatever. Okay. Right across the street from Bachelor Man the Mall. Yeah. So you remember back in the day, there was a Sizzler right there. Right. All right. So I never got to go to that Sizzler. I finally hit Sizzler when I moved here, and it was like years later. It's terrible. I love Sizzler. I'm, I'm thinking about fucking with it again. Oh, man. Hey, that not, shit was not, it, it, it wasn't like the commercials. You know right, what I'm saying? Because right. I was actually, I was just telling my wife about this. Uh, the one we hit was out Dixie Highway. I didn't know there you was know, one they out there. They used to have one out Dixie Highway, but when they started shutting them down, that like it was gone. I was like, when I finally got money, I was like, man, I'm going to Sizzle, man. I'm about yeah. to go. They've been showing this, these commercials. I'm about to go kill it. And I didn't actually go until I got up here, and it was the worst shit I ever had in my life. Damn. I, I, I hit the one in Irvine. Okay. So it was like disgusting, man. So, you know. But I, nah. Yeah, so, I only went once. It was the one in Hollywood, matter of fact. And this was like. Shit. Liked it? Yeah, it was like 2014 or 15 or some shit. Okay. Yeah, so I, I need to hit it up again. I seen a commercial or something. I'm like, I'm about to go fuck with Sizzle. It's been a stroke. Man, I used to run the Hollywood video in Butchel. Butchel Bypass right uh-huh. there by the Kroger's. Yeah, I used yeah. to run that one, man. Oh, shit. I, yeah, man, before I started stripping. I, yeah. was, I was there, man. That's what made me start stripping. I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> so <laughs> at Bachelor Man Mall, the Power Rangers was on a little tour. Okay. And they was gonna show up, and we lived literally like right across the street. Yeah. Um. So like you know the the Kroger and shit was in that right. little plaza across the street. My apartment is right behind that little Kroger and shit. Right. Okay. Uh, Gerald Court, matter of fact, as the name of it. I know exactly what you. <laughs> yeah, man. This is like when I was a little kid. So I told my people, I'm like, oh, can we go to Bachelor Man Mall? We could have literally just walked right across the street. I'm like, the Power Rangers are. I want to meet them. They wouldn't even fucking take me, dog. Oh, it's a weak shit. I'm like, what the fuck? I see these motherfuckers on TV all the time. 
And they right here, you know what I'm saying, in my neighborhood and couldn't fuck with them and shit, man. I, man, I had a life for a kid out of Louisville. I, I, I didn't have it where I wanted to. I was a backup dancer for MC Hammer. Damn. Yeah, when MC Hammer came to Louisville, man. I, I wanted to go to dancer. that too. Was, a few I, yeah. of my cousins, little bitch asses went. <laughs> I was a backup dancer for the concert, dog. So it's like, I, I, I really, like, <laughs> I hate to say it. I tell people I put myself through shit that. I can brag, you know, like you, you only did this, right? Uh, yeah, right. you did this, yeah, you did yeah. this. No, I did that. Like it's it's weird, man. It's not weird, but like it was, when I was the backup dancer for MC Hammer, like I was on top of the world. How that happened? Dancing. Like when he saw you or somebody, one of his no, people. One of his people you? saw me. Okay. One of his people saw me, man. At and, the show. It saw me at the show. Okay. Saw me at the show, and it was like. You can dance. And I was like, yeah. So they put me in this contest. Put me in this contest. I blew. I'm talking about murdered him. So I ended up dancing right next to MC Hammer on the stage. Like doing the same dance. We were doing the same. Every concert he did, boom. I'm up there going. Oh, shit. So how long you on the tour? It, it, well, it was just why he was in Louisville. Oh, okay, okay. So it wasn't, what did he do? Four shows, maybe? Like four oh, shows? Oh, I didn't know he did four yeah, shows. I think he did like. He did. They were small. They were like, I think he did. No, two, two or four. Cause he came back. Cause I, I know he moved. This is when he came out with the, uh, too legit. Yeah. So they had to do it. They had to do it. We went to the early one and then it was like, Hey, you, you cold. That's what's up. So hell yeah. Future bypass, man. Yeah. So I wanted to go see him and shit. And that's dope, man. You was able to, to become what? How many seasons did that show last? For which one? The um, Power Rangers. Oh, not mine was just a comic. Mine was just a comic movie. Oh, so yeah, it, oh was, it was, yeah, it was yeah, a movie. Yeah, was, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> all right, straight, straight. See, it's a lot of Power Rangers, dog. It's weird because you got the show, you got the comics, you got, uh, uh, and then you got the new anime stuff they doing. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like where they're really diving into like the Dino world and switching. Which is like a new form, which is what he do was doing. Killed himself, man. Cass, hey, man. This is wild out here, man. Night. I'm not shooting myself, bro. Yeah. Speaking of, how's your mental health? Up and down. I feel like up and fucking down, man. It, it was it was strong before I moved out this bitch. I hate to say it. Yeah, <laughs> Strong as shit. <laughs> Ooh, boy, don't you know. These motherfuckers will wear your, your mental down. Yeah. Like, I always thought maybe I was stressed back home. I was like, yeah, I was stressed. And you got here, they make you turn stress into depression. Man. Like, nigga, no, I'm not. No, it's stress. No, it's not. Nigga, and then I'm just stressing about everything for no reason. So, LA's a different, it's a different beast, you know. You got to, especially if you come from where we come from. You can't have the mentality. You can't have the Louisville mentality out here. It'll fuck your head up. Man, hell yeah. <laughs> you'll be ready to whoop somebody's ass. You'll get canceled. It's just everything. <laughs> so. Yeah. Oh, I was supposed to have a therapy session today at 3, but she ain't called me, so I don't know what the fuck's up. We do our shit on Wednesdays at 3, so I got to text her and see what the fuck happened. But, like, yesterday yeah. I did a session because I was like, man, I need anger management and shit, bro. <laughs> For real, bro. I've been like on edge and shit been happening, Louis shit. I'm like, I'm gonna fuck around and get some trouble. So I gotta fucking get this shit. So it was straight, man. Me and the lady, you know what I'm saying? We was just talking and yeah. shit. It was more of a like the initial consultation type shit. And she was asking me different little shit. And I was just keeping a G and shit. And then she was like, 
She says, quoted me something. She was like, oh, yeah, you said you like to like break shit. And I was like, oh, yeah, go to like a little rage room or take some little shit and go to like an abandoned building and just break some glass oh, or something. Yeah, what'd she say? Nah, she was like, that's some good shit you can do. So we're going to do another session and shit So to figure out ways to manage my anger and all that. And then she uh, suggested like group uh, anger management shit I guess similar to like AA But for like anger management or whatever Hey, I will fuck with it Mainly for like material and shit But I would also like to learn Like how to fucking Get my anger shit under control But I, to, I guess maybe to hear Like the motherfucking stories and shit What they be doing when they be wilding out You know something man Mine is I would tell anybody this Don't smoke weed Why is that? I don't I think I think weed is starting to become a a new crutch, you know okay. what I'm saying? And you know, I never I never did weed, and then I started doing weed for my back pain, and then I I went through my hallucination phase. I went through my nigga, I'm about to die. <laughs> calling emergency, you know, calling paramedics. Damn, like, they, real talk, like oh, I, shit. My blood pressure was like 187 or 197. I'm like, what the hell, nigga, I'm about to die, and I went through all that. And it got to the point where I was, I think I was paranoid with weed, and I was, and then I ended up switching, saying, "Okay, I'm gonna do the weed pen. I'm tired of, I'm tired of rolling up. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm tired of, I'm gonna get the weed pen. Nigga, I was on that weed pen all day, like so. I'm getting a thousand pumps a day. You know what Damn. I'm saying? Just consistently smoking weed all day, fucked up all day, and it took me to a level I ain't need to be at. You know what I'm saying? And then I think I got suicidal. I didn't get suicidal. But I remember I was walking with something like, nigga, you should kill yourself, dog. Oh, shit. Like, yeah, I, nigga, fuck this pen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Fuck this pen. I threw that pen away. Me and, my, me and my girl went to Big Bear. And I never had anger issues. I think I had it when I was younger. And that's because we a pole. You know what I'm saying? And niggas riding on me. Nigga, I'm riding them out. They want to fight. Nigga, let's go. Yeah. But, you know, out here, it's a different beast, man. So if you stress, if you depressed, man, I think we brings out evils in you that you are, are hallucinates and shit in you that you shouldn't be experiencing. You know what I'm saying? The whole thing is trying to wing yourself off weed and be like, I ain't going to smoke. Nigga be like, I, I don't smoke. You know what I'm saying? So it's, you know, I think, and, and that's just my experience with weed, but I think, you get antsy, you get kind of a little bit of anxiety to you. It, and it really deal, depends on what you're dealing with, too. You know what I'm saying? Some people are fucked up naturally. But when you don't have a natural fucked up bone in your body and you move from Louisville, Kentucky, and you get out here and you be like, nigga, I made it. I'm out that bitch. And you get out here and you find out, nigga, these niggas are little devils around this bitch. <laughs> Man. <laughs> it was like, God damn. And it's weird. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's the it's a game out here and you gotta play that game. You can't play a Louisville game. You can't expect a nigga to say thank you. Can't expect a nigga to say excuse me. You know what right. I'm saying? Like none of that shit comes. So when you get weed in you, man, you get like like nigga I almost knocked a nigga out like two weeks ago. <laughs> Damn. Like, he said something about my nose, man. And I was like, you know, because niggas ain't going to just ask you what's up with your nose. Niggas know. But the niggas like, yeah, nigga, you finally got your nose fixed like I'm on some Michael Jackson shit. I'm like, nigga, I'll whoop your ass. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, but weed is a, 
watch yourself, you know. That's what uh-huh. I say. I can dig it. I can dig it. All right. Shit, let's get the shout-outs out the way. So I'm here. We like to shout-out the countries and the cities who listen. You know, they listen to me. So I can show some love by shouting them out. So we got USA, France, Canada, Sweden, Thailand, India, United Kingdom. Shout out to all y'all. Let me come visit y'all. Canada really ain't on my list of places, but then I, not in the wintertime and shit or whatever, but I heard there was some dope ass spots, so I'm gonna hit Canada one time. Shout out to the unknown Los Angeles, Moreno Valley, San Diego, Louisville, Nashville, Virginia Beach. Allison, Bangkok, Clarksville, Concord, Ashburn, Fort Worth, Gardena. This is a new one. I don't even know how to pronounce y'all. L-I-N-K-O-P-I-N-G. Linkoping. Somewhere in Asia. Shout out to y'all, man. If y'all got some bitches out there, let me know. I'm on my way. <laughs> y'all be traveling, I come holler at them. Shout out to Milwaukee, New York, Toronto, Urbana, Alyssa Vallejo, Lucknow, Raleigh, Surrey, Bowling Green, Phoenix, and London. As for the iTunes charts, we're on the charts in Kenya and Thailand. Thank you to all y'all. Appreciate it. Shouts out, man, for everybody listening, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I love all the people and shit, man. My fans and listeners and shit, they be on some weird shit, but (laughs) for real. Because I'll be like, hey, man, where this place at? And don't nobody ever be telling me and shit. I guess they don't want me to come over and smash all their chicks. <laughs> I wouldn't tell me either. Y'all smart. Uh, let's see where we're going to start. Oh, man. Oh, so there's two things. I'm going to get this out the way. I've been giggling at. Did you hear about, you see this shit with RG3? Oh, what? <laughs> so he was commentating Monday Night Football and shit. Okay. And he was talking about Jalen Hurd and shit. And he was like, yeah, and he proved those jigaboos wrong. Oh, wow. <laughs> Hold on, I'm about to pull it up right now. What? I'm about to pull it up right now and play shit. I was fucking crying. Jigaboo's not good, RG3. (laughs) Where are you from? Uh, Not right from the pocket. He's not the quarterback of the future. I think he proved all those Jigaboo's wrong. (laughs) We'll play it again. Wow. We're in Alabama. Why ain't playing? There we go. Wrong. He, I don't know where he's from. Jalen Hurts couldn't get it done. He couldn't operate from the pocket. He's not the quarterback of the future. I think he proved all those jigaboos wrong. <laughs> I've been listening to this and just crying. <laughs> he sounds like an old white lady that used to like protest the civil rights movement or some shit. Who the fuck says jigaboos? Goddamn jigaboos. He said that shit so casually. And then he got on Twitter and tried to clean it up. And he said that he meant to say bugaboos. Who the fuck, a bugaboo is somebody that gets on your fucking nerves and shit has nothing to do with football. He knew what the fuck he was I saying, mean, though. I, I I see him trying to replace it like that. You know what I'm saying? I know what a bugaboo is. You know yeah. what a bugaboo is, though, right? Yeah, so, nothing with I football. Mean, so, you ever got caught up by your girl? <laughs> yeah. You ever got caught You was like, nah, girl, you know what I mean. I ain't mean that shit. That's what he's doing. <laughs> it's like, hey, nah, I'm sorry, y'all. I ain't mean that. I mean, bugaboos, right? Bugaboos. Oh man, yeah. he's wild, man. I've been cracking says, up with this shit. Is what? <sighs> yeah, he tried to clean it up. Ooh, ooh, ooh. He fucked it up, man. Oh, RG three, man. He want to be a white man and shit so bad on the inside. He's fucked up. But uh, I saw this story, man. His name is Christian Goggins. Okay. 
Okay. He's a Phoenix police officer. He's under investigation for shooting porn while on the clock. Yeah, I see. Yeah. <laughs> he goes by the name of Rico Blaze. They said he was traveling from Phoenix to Vegas on company time, but he was on a work from home assignment and shit. So I guess during them hours, he was in Vegas and shit, fucking bitches and fucking bitches at home and shit. I mean, I, <laughs> they act like he was doing it in a squad car. That's what I was thinking at first. Yeah, if he in a squad car, yeah, I'll kick him out. But, you know, just because he – I don't know, man. Y'all going to really get this man for for using company time when y'all killing niggas? Man, get out of here. But I think he did something in his uniform, too. I mean, you know, ladies loves a man in a – no, he's yeah, yeah but get, right? get a costume and shit. You can't get Phoenix Police Department I mean, all on, on the patch of your, on your arm. I mean, as a as an ex-stripper, you want the real thing. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? Women don't respect the fake <laughs> police fit. All right. Like, you can't come in there with a security guard outfit expecting them to be like, oh, my God. I would. Yeah, you got to look like an officer. You really? I know guys who came out in real Navy outfits. Oh, shit. Real talk. And they would strip out and white guys, and you know, they would, would make your drizzle on them. You know, black guys did it. But it, it's it's a little bit different because we make it look better when we dance. So the women really, you know, we really sexualized it. They kind of, white guys do like more cabaret style, like dancing okay. together like a group. Yeah, yeah. So they're doing all the salute the flag and all that old shit the niggas ain't doing. I <laughs> you feel know, it. so I, you know, it, you know, get you a man in a uniform, ladies, if you want that. <laughs> Trying to help the officers out, man. Get, get what you get, man. All right, so let's get into it. Earlier you said you was working a Hollywood video yeah. and you was tired of it. So what year was this? Uh, shit. 2003. Okay. So what made you want to get into stripping, and how did that happen for you? I had abs. All right. I had abs, man, and I was modeling, man, and women were loving me because I I dyed my hair blonde. Okay. I was down to University of Tennessee, Chattanooga. It was uh, T.O.'s senior year. was my freshman year, and I'm down there. And uh, before I left Louisville, I dyed my hair blonde. I always said, like, a bunch of women. I'm talking about. Nigga, tons of women. And I remember sitting in the store and I was selling my pictures to women that came in. This dude came in. He was like, shit, I'll buy one of your pictures, bro. I'm a stripper. If you ever want to come to a show, I I got you. I was like, well, I thought about doing it, man. Try to get some extra money. He was like, yeah, man, come out to the show. Check it out. This, this, this chick sexual assaulted me. Like, I got a history of women sexual assault me. Shit's crazy. It's weird. It's, it's just battery after trauma after trauma. But this this white chick sexual assaulted me. Can you say what she did? She grabbed my ass, right? Okay. And I was like, bitch, you know, hey, what? You know, and when I called her a bitch, she called the corporate office and said I called her a bitch. So while you were stripping, no, she I wasn't stripping yet. I wasn't oh. stripping yet. Oh, you were just like walking around like I was just walking around at work. Okay. At the Hollywood video. And oh, okay, okay. they watched the videotape. They saw what happened. And they was like, okay, you weren't wrong, but we need you to watch a sexual assault video. I was like, for what? She sexual assaulted me. Why would I need to watch a sexual assault video? Yeah. I was like, no, nah, that's weird. So they said they sent me a video. They didn't send it to me. And then they was like, "We, you can either resign or we'll let you go for insubordination for not watching the video. I was like, y'all didn't send the video. They was like, I was like, you know something, man, I'm going to leave. And I left, and they tried to bring me back because they found out they were wrong on what they did. 
But I was like, nigga, take these clothes off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, nigga, like, I'm tired of these nine to fives. I'm tired of getting treated like shit. You know what I'm saying? And you get tired of working for motherfuckers that let you go for no reason. So when I started stripping, I was like, nigga, let me, let me go. Let me, let me try it out. And I started with like white women. Okay. What was you stripping at? I started at O'Malley's. Oh shit. Yeah, I started Hold O'Malley's. on, when did they have like stripper night at O'Malley's? What on was Fridays. Ah, see. Yeah, every Friday night. Every Friday night before the club opened up. It was ladies' night. Okay, see, I was so you said two thousand three and shit. Around that time I was only going when they had like uh 18 and uh, eighteen and up and shit. I mean, no, when they had college, I mean, no, nah, they had like the little shit for high schoolers doing spring break and then uh, a Christmas break. DJ Lil Carl was doing it? Nah, this is before him and shit. So this is like early like 2000s because I was going in like 2003, 2004. They was opening it up for the high schoolers and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Cinemix wasn't there yet. Around the time, I remember Cinemix and shit. Uh, this may be, I don't know, shit, so, possibly and shit, but the, okay. they used to do this shit on spring break and the Christmas break and shit. Okay, okay. But then I was going to motherfucking college night on Wednesdays and shit. Okay. And yeah, I remember you get the big ass X's if you're under yeah. 21. <laughs> and like, I worked at U of L and I would always call in Thursday to see, yo, yo ass went to old Malice. No, I didn't. I'm sick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, Okay, so I didn't know they was doing it. All right. Friday night, man. So I started dancing to this white group, man, and got kicked out. So was it in O'Malley's <laughs> or was it like in like Coyotes? It was in uh, it was in O'Malley's. Okay. It was on the corner. It was uh, O'Malley's. Uh, Coyotes is a country bar. Yeah, so yeah. No, no, it was in O'Malley's, man. Okay. It was uh, it was packed. Man, I didn't do it. It was packed, that. man. It was, it was free for women. Uh-huh. And, you know, we got paid. We got all you can drink. We got paid. You know what I'm saying, dog? It was, it was a... You, that's why I got educated about women. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like, being a dancer, that's what educates you about women and the power and how the power they have and shit like that. Like, it made me realize the shit that happened to me where a girl touched me. She had asked me, was I a stripper, though? Like, when women think you look like a personal trainer, think you look like a stripper of security, they going to touch you. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, fuck, you going to touch me. Y'all business about to be paying yeah, yeah, language, but yeah, y'all gonna pay. So, what yeah, was it like your first night doing it? Scariest shit alive, man. <laughs> it was scary, man. Shit was scary, dog. It was, it well, it was different, dog. Cause so, I did I I tried it with white dudes first uh-huh. for white women and a few black women. Cause O'Malley's on Fridays with all white women during the daytime, right? And then I tried it with the black side too. One of them scared the shit out of me, which was a black show. Why is that? Because so white dudes don't have to really go out there on hard. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But the expectations of a black man, you got to be right. You can't just go out, nigga, shower ready. Nigga, they, what? Ugh. You ain't going to get no money. They going to call you a little dick, and you ain't gonna, <laughs> they ain't going to tip you. White women tip off body. Uh-huh. So white women going to tip off the abs. Baby oil, how much baby oil you got on, how your back look, how okay. your thigh look. That's what they tip you off of. Black women, like, I want to see your dick. It. That's it. They don't give a fuck how fat you are. <laughs> Real talk. They don't care. So, do you pull it out? Yeah, we was pulling it out, but you can't pull it out soft. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, black women are expecting that. White women were scared of it. 
like white women, like the reason why I got kicked out of white group because when I, <laughs> yeah, when I start beefing up, coming out like 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 the black shows, they was like, oh, that's no, nah, we can't do that. So it intimidated the white dancers, and they was like, yeah, we can't keep you because you 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 shining, you Michael Jackson and these niggas in here. Ah, damn. You know what I'm saying? Then when I got with the black with the black side, that shit was just just nigga the hood. You know what I'm saying? Where like, was them shows at? The hood. <laughs> Where in the hood? Oh, uh, shit. We Billy's. Oh, shit. Uh, I forgot about yeah, Billy's. Billy's, man. 537. No, shit. Yeah. yeah. 537. Fucking uh, Fat Ladies Club. Nigga. Uh, oh, uh, fuck. I, I went to Fats like once or twice. Yeah, yeah man. Fat Lady Club. Nigga. Everywhere. Nigga. Regular. Regular house parties. That's what's every, up. Every nigga, every hood bar you can think of, we danced at. You know what I'm saying? Bike clubs, the lunatics bike club for the women. Like it, it is it's a different environment, dog. It's really a different like it, it's like it's like living in sugar. Living in a world of sugar and then going to like, nigga, I gotta, I gotta, nigga, I gotta go through this shit. Like it, but the expectations is you want to be able to get the money, but you don't get the same kind of love, the same kind of respect. I know niggas didn't get robbed coming out the hood shows. Oh, damn. You know what yeah. I'm saying? By the chicks and by the niggas. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. What was like, what was a good night uh, on like making? So, were y'all doing this? Is it strictly tips or was y'all getting an hourly? No, we got we got a base pay. Okay. We got a base pay, but I ran my own company. So, I would t- so I would book my dance for 200, 250. Unless I brought them from out of town, get your hotel room. That way, just in case you, you know, you need to sleep or you got a check, you good. Oh, so you would give them a base of like two hundred, two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah. All yeah. right, and then everything else they get is dead. everything they get tips. They keep their tips. You know, it's different when you like when the women go, they got to tip out. Oh. Ain't no dudes tipping you out. <laughs> ain't, no, ain't no dude about to give you like, hey man, thank you for letting me shake my ass. Yeah. Here you go, bro. It's like you better, take <laughs> you better take that shit off top, bro. And uh, but yeah, man, it was it was my best night. I think I made about sixteen thousand. Damn, yeah, about sixteen. Man, too, and I was all cash. It was all cash. Uh, all cash, man. Fuck a birthday show. That's what's up. And how many like hours was this? Uh, three hours. Motherfucker, there's some hours. motherfuckers who it'll take them half the year to make that shit. But, yeah, so. I, I did something. What I would do is I would do like all you can drink, right? Uh-huh. So I'll be like twenty five dollars all you can drink from seven to nine. Okay. The the show starts at eight thirty, right? So show starts eight thirty, seven to nine, all you can drink. Right. So twenty five dollars ahead, fifty dollar top shelf, two fifty for my tables, table of five, two fifty a table. But if they got the all you can drink, it was three fifty. Plus the bottom, right? So I would sell five tables off top for three fifty off top. So that three fifty, that's up. Now that I got my VIP seats, my VIP top shelf liquor fifty dollars a head, right? I might sell fifty of those, right? Then I got my regular, uh, regular crowd that would come in twenty five dollars. All you can drink. I might sell three fifty. Of those tickets, plus at the door is forty five. Okay. So if you don't get your tickets, so forty five at the door, most people didn't get there to eight thirty. 
So I ain't sell no liquor really. So I so after the so about thirty minutes I got a liquor rush, and then after that people got by their drinks again. So I'm killing. Hell yeah. So that's that's the math. Damn. That's what's <laughs> up. Hell of a hustle. And shit. So how many years did you do this? Shit, not a long time, man. Like twelve years. Uh man, it's a minute. <laughs> I thought you gonna be like you two or some shit. Nah, man. You gotta take you take Christmas off. You know, you take your winter break off. You know, cause ain't nobody giving you no money during the winter. Yeah, women are cheap. <laughs> what, what your peoples think about you doing that? I was the shit. Oh, so your family and shit, they weren't tripping? No, my mom worked my shows. She would sell my ones for me at the at the go around sell the ones to the ladies. And oh, shit. so if like a chick had like fifty dollars and shit, y'all yeah. would swap it out and for yeah. ones and shit. Oh yeah. hell, that's what's yeah. up. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to moms and shit, man. You know, making, man. <laughs> hell yeah. I missed it though, man. I do. I so what it. made you stop? Uh shit, I got with this chick, dog, before I moved out here. I was engaged. And this chick, I was like, all right, I'm going to stop stripping. I'm better than this. I shouldn't be doing this. Plus, I was trying to do comedy anyway. Dig. And uh, they wouldn't show me no love. As a stripper comic, you're not getting no love. You know what I'm saying? They ain't. As a man, hell no. Nah. You know, I brought in, I, I brought 200 women into uh, Comedy Caravan from my show. Uh-huh. And I, could, I did that three times. And they wouldn't even book me. I performed there about... A month or so ago, when I went back to Louisville. Oh uh, yeah, they was like, "Oh, those ain't those just your friends." I'm like, "They bought tickets." Right. I brought two hundred people with me each time. They bought tickets, and y'all won't book me because they my friends. Come on, man, what kind of, you know? So you know, but this was back then before I learned my power. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And you know, don't lose that shit when you move out here to LA. You 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 get out here and you lose that that power. It got you to fuck up out of Louisville. You know what I'm saying? Or wherever you from. How long you been out here? Uh, August 2014, man. Okay, I moved out here 2010. What made you? In, in August 2010, matter of fact. Oh, shit. Yeah. Just just how you drive? Yeah, yeah, man. Me, me and Turbo, man. I had a, a expedition, so I had like a little trailer and shit. Everything I could fit in that motherfucker and... We came out this way. I wanted I wanted to turn around and drive back, bro. That drive sucked. Turbo play football? No, Turbo's the dog. Oh shit! I, I was, it was a cat named Turbo who used to play football in Louisville. Boy, he was cold. He uh, in high school football or high school football? I don't know. I don't know if he went to college. But how oh, we be having a little so short many. dude? Yeah, he I went cold. to high school with that he motherfucker. Montrez, yeah, Montrez. Yeah, I, I went to school with that yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. Cold, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. my trails, man. They called him uh, Turbo. Yeah, that Turbo. was his nickname. Yeah, black as his table, wasn't he? <laughs> Nigga just come and lay on his table. He's like, where you go? Where you go? I forgot all about Turbo. Yeah, yeah man, little man. short motherfucker, man. Yeah, man, we had some, we had some superstars. Cause I was in, cause he was older than me, and this, I, I was in my freshman math class. I forgot what. Maybe that was Algebra 1 or whatever. But he was in there. But he was older than me. And I remember he was, because he's from the West End and shit. Yeah. And I remember he was mad and shit. He was like, man, I put my sneakers on the fucking porch and somebody stole them and shit. I think his, his feet was thinking of some shit. And he was mad. Somebody stole it. He's like, motherfucker stole my shoes off the porch. Uh, <laughs> Shout out to Turbo, man, wherever you may be. Yeah, <laughs> yes, um, all right. Cause I, I mean, I played, I played football and I wrestled, man. I was cold. What school did you go to? I went to Iroquois and Doss. Okay, North Harry, Iroquois Doss, North Harry. Okay, dig, dig. I went to 
like nine elementaries, two middle schools, three high schools. I don't feel that. So the stripping. So you decided that you was gonna stop. So was you was you working another job or you were just you was like I'm making enough money just doing the stripping and promoting. I can just do this and be straight. Sometimes. Okay. Sometimes it depends on how bad it got. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like my rent, dog. My rent. I lived in Iroquois Garden. I mean Iroquois Green Apartments, and my rent was like three twenty five. Okay. You know what I'm saying? For one bedroom with three twenty five, water included, and I was good. Like literally, I I was good, really. And uh I was just stacking bread and then every so often something would happen. You know what I'm saying? Like my car might go down or something like that, and I'm like, shit, I gotta get a job. Let me get a job, get some insurance, something like that. And, you know, stripping the stripping gave me the independence to say fuck a job. You know what I'm saying? That's it's different because a lot of niggas can't quit their job. But don't quit your job and don't have shit to do either. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because some niggas don't do shit all day. You be like, what the fuck? Nigga, how you making it? <laughs> so, Tell us, man, some like wild stripper stories. Ah, wild stripper stories. I, you know what I'm saying? We don't, strip in, we don't strip in Motel 6s, right? <laughs> Why is that? Because niggas always get robbed or they shit get stolen. Okay. And it, it was like it, it was always like this common thing. And I remember like my boy whole stripper bag got stolen. And uh I don't know who wants to steal, steal a nigga's bag full of thongs anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. <laughs> if you open that bag up and you see that shit, how you gonna how you gonna react? But they stole a nigga car too. Damn. Right? So this I but like what nigga will put his keys in the stripper bag with your money? You know what I'm saying? And the we were at the we was at the Days Inn. No, not the Days Inn, but the Motel Six right there off of uh not Old Henry Road, right there off Newburgh Road. Oh, so I've stayed in there before. Right there, the hood. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. The hood. Yep. Cause I learned if you check in between like three thirty four a.m., yeah, you get to spend that night and then t- the next night yeah. too. Yeah, I learned that little hack and shit. These motherfuckers stole his bag, stole his car, and went to the Waffle House right across the street. Right across the street. Yeah, and we we driving, and we pull up, and these niggas are literally in. <laughs> it's good bag on the them. table, bag on the table, looking through the bag, eating. Eating on his <laughs> pulling money out. I'm like, nigga, you know we got whoop these niggas' asses. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But the nerve of a nigga, that's but that's that's how savage niggas are in, in, in I think in Louisville. To take a stolen bag in a waffle house, open it up, find out cash in her and start paying the people off like that. <laughs> Did y'all beat them down? Yeah. Inside or outside? Inside. You, know, you can't up. go outside the Waffle House, man. You gotta take care of business inside. Hell That's how yeah. I got this. I threw a nigga, I threw a nigga out the window at the Waffle House, can't run road, cut my eye, cut this. Two oh niggas. shit. I was just watching Waffle House fights on YouTube the other day. I was bored. They got Waffle House fights? On YouTube, hell yeah. Nigga, you lying. Oh man, I was cracking up. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's people fighting each other, staff fighting, uh the customers, staff fighting each other. Oh man, it's wild. Shit. Waffle House fights. Hell yeah. All right, so did you see or was you in any like stripper beefs? 
Uh, the Louisville Louisville clique, we had a beef. You know, we uh, we didn't we didn't get along. You know, it's like it's like blood crip. And so you talking, talking about like the Louisville strippers didn't get along with each other? Nah, we didn't fuck with each other. Why? It's like niggas. Uh, it's like nigga. It's like. It's like being the king of Louisville. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Niggas don't niggas didn't didn't fuck with each other like that. It's same way party promoters don't fuck with each other. Niggas who strip don't fuck with each other either. So it was a beef. So, you know, you might have women that hate me because the other stripper don't like me and won't go to his show. Damn. You know what I'm saying? So it it will be it was that kind of beef to where I had Louisville sold up. I had a little sold up like the crack game. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. could nobody throw shit? Could nobody throw shit because they wasn't going to get a crowd because everybody came to my shows. And then it, it was when I got beat up by the police, it fucked my name up. Like, a, like nigga, I lost so much money. It was like I couldn't book no venues. I was, I used to use Newberg, like G Union Hall. I used yeah. to rent that motherfucker out. Yeah, plenty of parties up there. Man, I would rent that motherfucker out, sell it out. Double shows. I'm talking about double shows, standard room. I'm talking about nigga, a thousand women each show, no problem. And nigga, when my name got in that paper, nigga, it was over. Fuck it over, nigga. I was like, nigga, stripping game is over, you know? Damn. Let me see this. Shit. That's wild. Well, shit, I don't play it on here because we might get flagged because it's on YouTube. Oh, no. Shit. Yeah, because I don't know what they copyright and shit. That's why. So you did it for like twelve years, and then you finally decided to stop. What year was that? Uh, shit, I stopped June two thousand fourteen, man. Uh, uh two thousand fourteen before I moved out here. Oh, okay. July, actually July, my going away show. Yeah. You, and you didn't think about doing it here? No, oh, man. They was like, man, them niggas are gonna be on you if you go out there. I was like, no, nah, man, no, nah, nah, it ain't like that. <laughs> it was like, hey, dog. I was like, is it? They was like, yeah, bro. I was like, oh, shit, I ain't trying to be fighting no nigga because they trying to get into the show and can't get into the show. And then you get out here and you realize, nigga, it's like that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so dudes get mad because they can't get in. Hell yeah, niggas get mad. But they mad. should know you can't come in. No, nah, they, they gender neutral out here, man. Oh, so, you know, man. a lot of shows have guys at them. It's like, it's you know, it's... It, Damn. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's it's changing, man. Now you got a woman. Now you got studs like women, right? That uh, like lesbian that go to the male reviews and dance like guys. Oh shit! For, so you pull up male review flyer, you might have a, see a girl on there that's a stud that's dancing with the guys because uh-huh. they because they basically are integrated that way. You know what I'm saying? So they allow it. Damn. It's it's. It's like you know, it's you know, it's is it's one of those things where you know, get your money, do what you do. But I think morality wise, I don't got nothing against anybody that does it. I just think it got to the point where cats are like, oh man, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be getting into it with nobody because they they pay their money, and nobody told them at the door because you got to remember if you're not the booker, some people just want that money, right? So you know, so if you got if they paying fifty dollars a head too, and and they just want to see the show, some guys like fucking let them through. So that's the change. So you mentioned like y'all pull y'all dicks out and shit. Would y'all allow women to touch y'all? Yeah, fuck yeah. Women got to do anything they want. Oh to. shit! So women would like suck y'all up and yeah. shit. Oh shit! That's time. <laughs> time. 
Oh shit! So like I explained, like y'all, you would just be dancing, and a woman would just come and start slobbing you up. They do that, or we when we would trail, we would. What's like, trail? So you got two different things. You got your main show, right? Uh-huh. So you got your walkout. You got your main stage, basically center stage. You might bring a girl on stage. You might pull your dick out, put it in a mouth. They no problem. They'll suck in front of a million women with no problem. Oh shit! Or you might have to wear. When you trail, which means you walk around the same way women do in strip clubs, be like, tip me, tip me. Guys got to go around and dance with every single woman uh-huh. in the place. So you might be in a towel and you might be on a girl and she might just grab your dick and put it in her mouth. Or you might just be hitting her with your dick and she might keep trying to open her mouth and try to catch her. Oh, shit. And you'd be like, and you know, you might fall into a session where every single girl will suck your dick. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? So she'll do it, she'll do it, she'll do it, she'll do it. And Hell you'll go yeah. around the whole room. And, you, and then you got to be like, ah, nigga, I can't keep doing this. Yeah. Fuck around cat something. True. But they they do it. Damn. They get smashed in the, they get smashed. I was going to say, are women like paying like, here, here's $500, fuck me. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Or you can just do it for free too, which most niggas are doing it for free. I don't want it though. Niggas will be trailing and you'll turn around that nigga fucking a girl in the corner. Oh shit! Yeah, and you be like, "Oh damn, this nigga, like nigga, why ain't you just fucking? You gonna get me closed down?" Right. But the women, they don't care. Right. Because what they what they do, this is what a lot of women would do. A lot of women will wear skirts and dresses, no panties. Ah, okay. You know what I'm saying? And some of them stunk, and some of them smell good. That's <laughs> yeah, all. Some of them, like phew. Damn! <laughs> like, you, like you, you still nigga bring a girl on stage and go down, be like, oh shit, let me let me bring. Like, yeah. Oh, so someone was eating bitches out. Some niggas do do it. Some oh, niggas don't. Shit. Some some of us pretend to do it, and then some niggas actually do do it. Oh. A nigga might bring bring a bad bitch on stage uh-huh. and pull a penis to the side and be like a pussy stink, or he might bring a thick bitch on stage, not bitch, thick chick on stage. Pull the panties to the side. She smell good. He might eat her. Niggas might eat that nigga nasty. Chicks might be like, oh, my God. Yeah. So it's a mix. It's mixed. Some girls be high-fiving. Some girls be like, yeah. Some girls be like, oh, that nasty because he ain't <laughs> doing it to me. It's weird. It's a weird environment, dog. Women get, women get real down and nasty at the shows. Oh, man, I can imagine. Yeah, don't send her. Don't, if you don't trust your girl, don't send her to a male review. She don't get fucked. Man. She gonna get fucked in the bathroom. She gonna get fucked in the car. She gonna be trying to fuck. Yeah, that's the problem. They be trying to fuck. You be like, oh shit. Like, okay, okay. I just remember, man. This just popped in my head. You might know him. You remember a stripper? This is around that time too. Named Jazz. Yeah, yeah. Bald head dude. Jazz brought me into the black side. Yeah, cause he was a sub. He was like a teacher too. Yeah, he was a teacher. Oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That just popped in my head, man. Cause oh. I was in, I think I was like a middle school. Yeah. yeah, I was in middle school at that time. And my peoples owned a music store in Newburgh and shit. Uh, on Papa Level, across the street from Lee's, that little plaza. I know what you're talking about. I know where, exactly yeah, yeah, that music about. store yeah. and shit. They used to own that. So I don't know how the fuck my mom knew him or whatever, but he would be hanging out and shit. And then they was like throwing a little stripper party. And I remember... <laughs> Not strip party, but the little male review shit. Yeah. And I remember the next day, like Jazz and like four or five other like male strippers came over <laughs> on like Sunday morning. My mom cooked breakfast for everybody, and I'm like playing PlayStation. One of them was like, "Hey, can I play with you?" And I'm like, "Yo, I'm in middle school. I'm playing PlayStation with some random ass male stripper and shit." 
Yeah, bro. <laughs> this <laughs> but so, I know was she fucking with Jazz? She was helping like promote some like little shows and shit like jazz, that. Yeah, so he may have smashed my mom's a hoe, so you know <laughs> she, she is. So he may be she so fucking with Jazz. Then. Yeah, because it's you're like it's weird. You learn this, like you start you start learning uh, that nigga. I remember I remember when I was a manager at KFC. Which one? I was shit. I did uh I did the one off Teller Boulevard right there, the KFC Taco Bell. Okay. Uh, on Third Street. I did uh the one out uh forty two right there off of uh what's what's that fucking we call it Highway forty two. What is that fucking it's out there about Oxmoor Mall out that way. Oh, okay, okay. So what? Shelbyville Road and shit. Yeah, Shelbyville Bishop yeah. Lane outfit out there. Not Bishop Lane. What's the? Not Shelbyville Road, but if you go, you know, you know, if you if you're going where you pass, like you're going towards Mount Washington, towards that way, Barstown Road, where you can go. Since no, hold on, my oh. fault. Where you can go like Cincinnati, but you're not going to Cincinnati. You uh, that what's that? Two sixty five. Yeah. Okay, so two sixty five. There's a. There is a Taco Bell as soon as you get off right there. Taco Bell. It's like when you black, they put you way out <laughs> as a manager. Uh-huh. And uh, like you, like I started learning, man. Like, like damn, I know a lot of fucking people. And when I got when I got older, like seven years older into the game, a lot of the women that I knew they had kids that were like eighteen that were working for me. I remember a nigga talking crazy, and I had met his mom online and fucked her. <laughs> it was it was the weirdest situation. I had just met her uh-huh. and smashed her, and then it turned out he worked for me. And he he I was telling I was like man I kept this little kid man this nigga getting on my nerve man I was just like you should fire his ass, and she came up her one day. And got out the car and he came in with her. I was like that's your son. I was like, that's who I was talking about. I was just like, <laughs> she was like, this could be your daddy if you keep back. <laughs> oh, shit. Like, right in front of the whole staff. Like, damn, he fucking your mom. That's crazy, man. Damn. But yeah, man, I'm women, man. It's, get in it. Get in it, man. You might like it, dog. Uh, man, you know, when I was like 18, I thought about it. I worked at some place, and they were saying how, like, they had, like, male, like, escorts and shit. They was like, you ain't got to fuck. You can just, like, Take, go to like parties and little shit with him. I was like, ah, oh, maybe, but shit, man, I don't know. I ain't, I ain't got I time for all that right now. I did that. It was good money, man. Hell yeah. You get, yeah, I, you know, you get shit. Like women used to give me like credit cards and shit like that. Damn. And, but the control that they try to have over you is a lot different. Like I had this bad chick out of Nashville that was a nurse that used to book me. And she would book, a, book me a hotel room. All she wanted to do was smash. And I remember asking, like, why are you doing this? She's like, because I know what I'm getting from you. Uh-huh. You know? And she was, I'm talking about making the stallion bad like that. Yeah, and, like, yeah. Tennessee chicks are super thick off top. And I remember an older chick that I was fucking with, her husband, uh, like, ran, like, UPS. Okay. Ran, like, the engineering department out there. And she was paying me right. She was paying me, like, $1,000 a night. Damn. I was smashed. Damn. But she was dangy. Uh, she was a black girl, but she was dangy, like Hillary Banks dangy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now you could have really took advantage of her ass. Oh, she, I couldn't. 
<laughs> she had like a bad laugh. Oh, damn, bro. It was it was like and I remember I remember I was smashing her, right? And I think I had what I have on uh I think I might have had on like some uh one twelve or something like that, right? Uh-huh. She was like, I don't wanna listen to this black music. Oh shit. And put on Barry Mandelo. Oh, what the fuck? Who want the fuck did that? Right. She's black, chocolate, this color, beautiful. But she did not want to be black at all. She hated it. And you know what I'm saying? So this is every black dude go through that pro-revolutionary style. You know, like, yeah, I'm black, black, black. And it was just like, I don't give a fuck how much money you paying me, dog. Like. Like I'm disgusted by you, lady. Damn. It was like it was weird, man. She used to give me like two thousand to smash her in the ass. Like she was Oh shit. She was like a- That's crazy. All right, so when did you get into comedy? Uh I got into comedy when I started doing theater. Started doing theater at the University of Louisville and I tried comedy. And uh I was good. I was really good. And uh, I started kind of doing really good, man. And then, you know, I, I tell anybody, as long as, like, I got it, as long as I'm out my head, I'm good. If you get, for me, if I get in my head, like, I, I got to dig my ass back out of my my shell, that sucking place. And when I realized they wouldn't go show me no love, I was like, I'm moving out to L.A. So 2014. Two thousand no, yeah, 2015, 14, around that time. Oh, before we get into the comedy, tell us, man. All right, so what happened with with Louisville Metro? Them little pussy motherfuckers, man. Uh, I told the police officer to slow down. He was driving fast. He was driving fast. I was throwing a party at one twelve downtown at a club. Uh, well, they called it one twelve at some point, but it used to be uh, what's that fucking? I what was that damn club called? Uh, what was that? It was off First Street. First shit. It was off First Street, right there behind the White Castle, upstairs. I never knew there was some over. Yeah, and damn it. Uh, I remember, it, man. But the fucking club right there. I think it was one twelve when we went. Like it was Club One Twelve when I left. So the police officer was speeding past on our side. And I was like, slow down. I, I remember like it was yesterday. I was like, slow down, man. And he stopped. It was a Louisville, Kentucky game, football game of that day. They were we hit one. He stopped. It's like, what you say? I was like, oh, I was like, slow down. Uh people are walking across the street. He was like, come put your hands on top of the vehicle. Put my hands on top of the vehicle. He stepped over. And uh Slam me on the ground. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> they slammed me on the ground and, and had me cuffed. And he had one cuff on me, man, on my left hand. And he was laying on top of me, dog. Yeah, knee in my back and knee in my neck. He was like, give me your arm. Give me your arm. They was like, you on top of him. Man, this nigga reached up and niggas came down and hit me in my face. Bow. And when he hit me in my face, he broke my nose. And he called for backup. He called for backup quick. Nigga, like seven police disappeared out of nowhere. One try to break my ankle. Nigga, they put me in a Hubble tie, opened up the door, threw me in the back. I was like, nigga, I'm a safe son to him, nigga. Your punk ass police 
Nigga opened up the car door, jumped inside, started whooping my ass. The other officer tried to choke me. <laughs> he was on his knee trying to break my neck. And I pretended to die, and I made it out the situation, dog. So that was uh, – So what, what did they charge you with? Five things. Public intoxication, disorderly conduct, menacing, resisting arrest, and assault on a police officer. So was you intoxicated? No. Nah. They all got dismissed. Everything got dismissed. You know, they tried to they hit me with a a fucking uh what'd you say the disorderly conduct years ago when I'm like and I was not disorder I was super calm and everything and that shit got dismissed. They some whores for that. That's the only thing you normally can't beat. Like you, you said you can't beat the disorderly You normally can't beat disorderly conduct. Uh-huh. So he hit me with Disorderly conduct, menacing, resisting arrest, public intoxication, and assault on police officer. You know what menacing is, right? No, nah, what is that? Balling your knuckles up. What? Yeah. They charging motherfuckers for that? Yeah, if you go like this, nigga, that's, that's menacing. That's some whore shit, man. <laughs> so then, uh, <laughs> yeah, they they called me with disorderly conduct, uh, causing public alarm, right? Um, they said... uh. So, causing public alarm is being you arguing right here, uh-huh. and somebody at the liquor store down the street hears about it and they get scared. Oh shit! So they charge you. That's got dismissed, and uh, uh, the uh, the uh, the uh, public intoxication because I didn't drink. I had to hit up a water like shit. I've been drinking tea all day. Yeah, and it's like you know, we're sitting there like that's how they are. I'm saying, but I beat everything, man. My lawyer fucked everything up, though. Hell, he didn't fail the he didn't fail he didn't fail the lawsuit in time. You get one year statute of limitation. Yeah, and with that one year statute of limitation, nigga, if you don't if you don't fail, then you lose the case. Damn, and that was that was it. That's crazy, man. Yeah, fuck, that's wild. But you said you moved out here when? August 2010. What moved you out here? I was tired of the snow. I was tired of my family. And okay. I had been coming out here before doing like little auditions and shit. And I always wanted to like move to California. I always wanted to be here like near the beach. But I didn't know that the water's cold as shit out here. It's but nice. on TV, they make it seem like it's warm and everything's straight. Yeah. But I didn't want to live the rest of my life. What if? So I was in this car accident, like maybe like two years prior and shit. And I'm like, man, when I get paid from this, I'm dipping. Yeah. So I got paid from it and shit. And then maybe like three months later, I was gone. That's what you do, man. Yeah, man. And so, yeah. And it was a hard adjustment. You know what I'm saying? I'm a little better, but I ain't really got a lot of like friends and shit out here. And I was noticing how, like, motherfuckers out here are just, like, super fake. Like, back home, you see a random motherfucker, you be like, hey, how you doing? Hey. Yeah. And I was speaking to folk, and they wouldn't, they were, like, looking at me like I was crazy. Right. So now, you know, just being out here, I've learned to, like, look down. I don't be making eye contact with people. I always got my headphones on and shit. I got, <laughs> I actually got a joke about uh, looking down all the time. Yeah. Because uh, cats out here, looks in, they look in your eyes all the time. <laughs> like, you, you, like I look down because every time I look up, uh, a nigga staring in my eyes. I'm like, oh, man, come on, bro. <laughs> like, it's weird that that the mentality, though, man, is I, I really, 
and I'm going through that right now, you have to leave that Louisville mentality down. Like you have to, you have to adjust. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's like, you gotta be workable and you know, yeah, these niggas are fake. A lot of these motherfuckers are fake. A lot of these people ain't your friend, but that's the game. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you want to make it, if you want to make it out this motherfucker, that's the game. Because I can't, I can't go back to Louisville and be like, man, L.A. fake. Them niggas fake. This shit's, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> These niggas fake. All them fake-ass niggas out here. Nigga, I knew what it was when I came out here. Right. That's why I wanted to come out here. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, if I fail, nigga, it's because I'm in my head. And my nigga tells my homeboy don't tell me all the time, nigga, stay out your fucking head. Nigga, you a killer. If you stay out your head, you a killer. When you get in your head, you just good, dog. You know what I'm saying? And what happens is we get out here, we don't have friends. We don't fuck with nobody. We don't trust nobody. You know what I'm saying? And and, and you end up getting bitter. And you end up getting feeling miserable, but you kind of end up like in a like you're doing good, but you're slower. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not you're not going at the pace you was when you first got out this bitch. And that's the thing that I'm battling through now because I had to learn that worry about now. Fuck everything in the past. You know what I'm saying? Fuck that shit. Fuck somebody on your team. You got the people you know the people that's on your team. You know what I'm saying? You got you know who on your team. It's it's nigga, it's this. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why I stopped talking to my therapist. I was like, I don't need this shit, man. <laughs> I don't need this shit. I feel you. This is, like, real talk. I, I really, sometimes I'll be like, nigga, I need therapy. I'll be like, no, nigga. I'm, I'm, I'm upset because I'm not doing what the fuck I'm supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, if I work hard, if I dedicate my time, pay attention to what I'm doing. Like, I don't do Instagram. I don't do none of that shit no more. But I still got to make sure, nigga, I, I want it because I, like, nigga, I scared myself one day. Hell. Nigga, I was, nigga, I was murdering. Nigga, every night, every night, I was murdering on stage. And I wasn't still getting looks. And I was murdering. And I was murdering. And I was murdering. And, you know, this is my clothing line. My f- People start buying my shit. I'm getting good. I'm going. And. I went up to a loud applaud. Like, damn, nigga, I'm, I'm just working out some shit today. You know what I'm saying? Like, I but I was so used to giving my A shit every time. And I remember, I remember, nigga, not getting those laughs the way I wanted to. You know what I'm saying? And then I started contradicting myself. And then I, I started like, okay, Dre, are you yelling? Are you? Are you not yelling? Are you know like I'm on stage like now? I'm always like, okay, nigga, are you yelling? No, you're not yelling. Okay, nigga, like even as seasoned as I am as a comic, when you get in your head, when you when you when you take your heart out some shit, and unintentionally for no reason, like self sabotaging kind of shit because you you like you like struggling. Some niggas like struggling. You know what I'm saying? Some niggas like a fight. Some niggas like they don't, we, don't want, we don't want the easy shit. Nigga, I'll, fuck it, nigga, make it hard on me. That's like I, I I have to lose. I had to lose that mentality. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you get out this bitch dog and, and you forget. You 
you still ain't far from Louisville. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, I, yeah, I'm, yeah, I got money. But, nigga, I should be doing way more than what I'm doing. I'm in, I'm in fucking L.A. I'm in Cali. I, I be in, thinking like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I ain't in Louisville no more, dog. I ain't trying to make it to L.A. I'm fucking here. You see niggas go back home, they be like, man, Louisville fake. You know, Louisville fake, but it ain't fake like Cali. Nigga, yeah. the fuck out of here. Did motherfuckers tell you, like, you'll be back, you'll be back? Because the people tell me, like, you'll be back within two to five years. Nah. I'm like, she, all right. Now, nah, nigga told me that I would have a BMW. He told me, he was like, nigga, you're going to get your Beamer. You're going to get your Mercedes. You're going to get your Beamer within three years. And I, I actually was about to get one within two. And I Which one did you get? I did, uh I was gonna get uh I was going to Fletcher Jones. Okay. I, I forgot what it was. I, I forgot what I qualified for, but it wasn't it was a it was like the middle one. It wasn't like the cheaper one. It was like the middle one. I got Tesla now, but it was like it was like like one of those things where I was like, nigga, I'm about to get me a big nigga. Yeah, yeah. I ain't need it. I don't. I don't like. I got my bucket today. I like. I feel better in my bucket. Somebody call me private. I don't know who this is. But yeah, man, it's like you know. Uh, I like the bucket. Hold shit. on, what, what answer? First podcast. Who is this? Where you calling from? Yo, yo, man, this is, this is me, Mizzle. I'm calling from from from. Yo, your phone breaking up. What'd you say? Me, Mizzle. I'm calling from Harlem. Dipset, bitch. I dig, dig. All right, what y'all got cracking out there in Harlem? Yo, man, yo, I got hang out with Killer a lot. He was showing me around. Hey, listen, hey, bro. You need to tell Dipset to give you some money for a better phone because your shit fucked up. We can barely hear you. Yo, man. What? Yo. Yo, Cam, can I get a new phone? <laughs> killer, killer said I can get a new phone. What well, I gotta bring the bricks home? He said, uh, "Don't rob a store." Is he trying to talk hard? House. It sounds like he's trying to talk hard, don't uh, it? I don't know. All right, so what's up? What's up, man? Yo, yo, yo man. What's happening? Yo, man, it, it's Killer had it. I scratched. Uh, no, <laughs> this nigga needs some tea. All right, so all right, what you calling for, man? What's your name? Yes, Mizzle. Mizzle, all right, Mizzle. Oh, matter of fact, Mizzle, motherfucker, I remember you from the, the skits and shit on the dip set. Yeah, I remember yeah, that, Mizzle. <laughs> oh, man. I, 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 I doubt that you the real Mizzle, but I'll let you rock today. That's what's up, Mizzle. Yo, it's me, it's me, Mizzle. All right, Mizzle, what's, what's your IG, Mizzle? Yo, it's, it's, it's I am Mizzle. M I what? Yo, man, I'm just gonna keep it real with you. Cam, he really doesn't let me get an IG. <laughs> All right, Mizzle, what you call for? Because we got shit going on and you ain't really talking about much. What you call for? I apologize. Well, I just wanted to come see how you guys are doing. Man, we we cooling, man. That's it. What you guys coming out to Harlem? Maybe when it gets warm. Your killer, your killer said I can have some guests. 
That's what's up. Why are you saying it like that, bro? I know, man. Your phone fucked up. You sound like you crying or something. Are you being held hostage or something? You got a gun to your head? I'm on the flip phone right now. Bro, your phone it's fucked still, up, man. Hey, hey, Mizzle, call back when you get a better phone, bro. Right. <laughs> I so I posted on my socials and everything that I was recording because on the show, people be calling in and shit. Right. So I don't know who the fuck that was. That's funny, though. All right, so... um. Shit, he threw it, mizzled, and fucking threw us off. So how was how was your your comedy and shit out here? You know what I'm saying? Like, when did you first start doing it out here? Uh, I did it. Uh, I started doing it. I think October, October of fourteen. I think. Okay, you remember the first place you performed at? Open mic up performed. The the first place you ever just did comedy out here. Uh, I think the first place I went to might have been Marty's. I never heard of Marty's. I think I I think it might have been Marty's. Might have been the first place that I went to out here in L.A. Okay. Yeah, I think it was it. No. Uh, uh. Yep, I think it was. I know I went to the Ice House. Actually, went to the Ice House. I went to the Ice House open mic. I never got to go there. Went to the Ice House open mic, man. And uh, just you know, and I love I love this shit. I what was your it. first set about? Uh. About somebody selling me weed on a skate on rollerblades. <laughs> All right. Somebody rolling up to me on rollerblades selling me weed. And sitting at the light with some little booty shorts on. Damn. That, that's what it was about. Hell yeah, yeah. It was a like I was I was a very clean I, I never cussed. I never cussed. Like so my first sets I was like in suits and shit and Oh, okay, taking old school. I thought about doing one that, dressing up in like one of the old 90 suits that they used to wear back in the day just for the fuck of it, man. I was wearing suits, man, to, on shows and dressing up, button down sweaters and shit. And nigga, nigga, Cat Williams. Cat Williams is probably one of the most brilliant people I've ever in my life ever, you know, paid attention to. And when he say, you know, when he says stay in tune with your fucking self. I'm saying be here, be ready, be, be nigga. Nigga, it's a war out this bitch. Mm-hmm. And nigga, I remember a nigga told me I wasn't black because I wasn't cussing. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, and this nigga was Haitian. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's like, nigga, you not a nigga. You ain't say nigga. How you? I was like, I was like, what? But the hate, nigga, you got to be ready for everything. You know what I'm saying? So it, it it was weird, man. I was a clean comic, man. So I was going around everywhere doing comedy. That's what's up. You had mentioned earlier, like, you was doing something and not getting a reception. That's how, like, I be feeling, man. Like, I'm so over doing, like, open mics. Because yeah. majority of the time, like, the places I've been hitting up, the people suck. Uh-huh. I'm like, I'm sick of this shit. And yeah, I'm just like over it. I'd rather go to somewhere and actually like get booked and shit. And it's like 
some people are like cool and other people I'd be like, man, I'm all about like achieving your dreams and shit. But I'm like, man, you might want to hang it up. But it's weird. What I hate also about like performing for the uh, other comics, yeah. they don't like support. They don't really laugh and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Like it depends. Oh wait. It depends on where you at, man. It really depends on where you at. You know what I'm saying? Like it that's uh I I had to make sure I gotta that's one thing I actually have to remember. I'm glad I actually just said that. Don't give a fuck about them laughing. Right. Because when you pay attention to that laugh when it's not there, you start thinking it's you. You know what I'm saying? You start thinking it's you. And like I told you, man, when I get in my head, when when I get in my head, nigga, I gotta get out. And it's like a puzzle to figure it out because you start you get out here and you start paying attention to the shit you would have never paid attention to back home. You know what I'm saying? Like you give shit energy out here, nigga, that don't get energy back home. You know the shit you avoided back home. You know the shit you ain't have to worry about back home. You know that. You know how to deal with suck ass niggas back home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you can't drop that. You know what I'm saying? So you get out here and you know, you go to the rooms and you'll find out certain they laugh for certain people. Laugh for their friends, right? Yeah. Sometimes they laugh for you if your shit funny. If your shit funny, they'll laugh. Sometimes they really ain't paying attention. It varies. I done been on both both avenues. You know what I'm saying? But it, it it's like one of those things you gotta go to auditions, so you gotta go to improv left factory, you gotta go to the comedy store. Yeah. You gotta try to get out here to these like the rec room has some shit they do out there. Like like I'm name dropping places, but nigga, just get up. I want I want every nigga to shine. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, I want a nigga to shine, and I want to be able to be my best. But what happens is if you go around a bunch of niggas that ain't good, what happens? You ain't going to be better. You ain't going to be better. And I've said that on here. I was like, the place I be going to, I said, these people suck, and I'm going in here, I'm blowing people out the water, and I'm having motherfuckers who's been doing it for like three years uh-huh. being like, man, you was awesome. How long you been doing this? Shit, two, three months. And I'm like, what? Uh-huh. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, I ain't never going to like really get better if I'm the new guy coming in and like better than everybody else. And something that you were saying was like, don't get in your head. So like at, at your spot that I went to uh-huh. the other day, like it was like no last real, and I was like confused. I'm like, what the fuck? The last eight times that I didn't did this shit, this line hit, this line hit. There was like maybe like two or three last, but I was just like, what the fuck is up with this room? And then I'm thinking, I'm like, did I fuck it up? And I'm like, nah, I perform how I usually do, and I be killing her everywhere. And I'm like, these motherfuckers was just like, uh. And, and sometimes you get that. Yeah, so I hate to say it, dog. Sometimes you get that. And, and, you know, and, and you'd be like, is it the room? Is it the comedian? Is it because you get some nights where people laugh? You get some nights where people don't laugh. Yeah. And you don't want to be that, but you don't want fake laughs either. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I really don't, I don't give a fuck no more either. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like I'm, I'm, I'm over that because what happened is, nigga, you open yourself up for motherfucking criticism. You know what I'm saying? You open yourself up for motherfuckers coming in with their ideas about what you should be doing. Yeah, getting in your head. Oh, don't do this. Try that. Don't do this. Try that. Look, I don't give advice no more. I don't give it because nigga, I lost so many motherfucking friends from just giving advice for nigga. Hey, Dre, what do you think about? It? Well, nigga, try this, this. Nigga, what? Right. 
know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't give advice no more. Fuck everybody's dream but your own. Yeah. And, that, and, and I mean that in the humblest way. Don't worry about nobody else's dream. Don't worry about it. They'll figure that shit out. If they come to you and ask you, still do it with a grain of salt because everybody ain't ready to hear the truth, and sometimes you don't want to be the nigga telling it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, you can't be like, nigga, I'm real, I'm real, I'm real. You're going to be a real, no friend, having ass nigga. Yeah, man. It's, That's what happens. Yeah. So I just want to start getting, like, booked at, like, clubs. Like, I like performing in front of, like, an actual audience. Like, when I go to these open mics, I'll be like, now I'm, I know it's just going to be other comics, but there has been – different spots I went to where, like, the public was there yeah. and shit. And, like, when I first started going out, it was like at, and then more and more, I'm just like, ah, shit, I seen this motherfucker at this spot or at that spot. And, you know, shit, it'd be between, like, eight and, like, 15 other comics and shit. And I'd be like, man, I'm sick of this shit, man. I want to do in front of a real audience. That's why I like when I went back to Louisville last month and uh, it was fucking the open mic night, but it was, like, the shit ton of people from the public that was just there on a Wednesday, just on some cool shit to see comedy. And, like, that's what I like. And those motherfuckers came to laugh. They was laughing. The energy was great. And I'm like, man, this is the type of shit that I want all the fucking time. I want, you know what I'm saying, man? I, you know, I, I think I prepare myself now for the shakes, for the scares, for the nervousnesses, for the niggas, the motherfuckers who ain't going to laugh. Uh-huh. And the reason why I do that is because I know how great I am. Dude. I'm still going to do it. Even if motherfuckers don't laugh, I'm still getting up tomorrow and doing this shit. I'm still about to go somewhere and doing this. This is still my fucking dream that I'm living in. You know what I'm saying? I'm Hell still yeah. going to do it. And you know, son, the, the biggest rule, the biggest rule I say is don't switch it up. Be, be you everywhere you go. Because if you can't be you wherever you go, when you get to a room where you can't be you, they're going to get the fake version. Yeah. And then you're gonna start thinking it's you, like, oh man, what you know, these these motherfuckers don't like me. No, nah, niggas cause you not who you normally are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's and I'm only saying that because, like I said, you 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 experienced that out here. You know what I'm saying? You it's white clubs, it's black places. You know what I'm saying? It's Hispanic places. It's places that you go to that they they will never shoot a black man at. And I did like my cop joke. I did my cop joke that kills. I did it in Orange County, didn't get one fucking laugh. <laughs> yeah. But I needed to do it in order for me to figure out, hey, they don't like, they don't want to hear about a nigga getting beat up by a cop because they for it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's you gotta learn everything out this bitch. This is a this is class like 5.0. When you get out this bit. So find your spot, man. Look online. Go to Ian Russo page. Go to different guest page. I ain't never heard of you know, I have heard of Ian Russo talking about his Instagram page or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. heard of that. Go to his page, man, and, and look up all the open mic spots. And and, and you know, check some yeah. rooms out. Yeah, because I mainly use Bad Slava and the Comedy Bureau. Okay. I use them too. And I've heard of like the end, but I ain't, I think I may have checked it out once. Didn't really get into it. Something I got to say, we uh, talk about this every year. It's robbing season, people. You know what I'm saying? It's the holidays. Be on guard. You know, when you fucking at the mall, 
you walk into the car, somebody might try to come bust you upside the head and take the presents for your little churn or whatever, man. Don't leave your shit in the back seat. Leave it in the trunk. Right. Leave that shit locked. Right. Also, like I always been saying since I've been doing this podcast, if you get some new shit and you're going to get some new shit for Christmas, if you get this new 72-inch TV, don't leave the fucking box in front of your house for the garbage, man, because everybody is going to know you got a new fucking TV. And people literally ride around looking for shit like that so they can rob your motherfucking ass. <laughs> He's laughing, but you know I'm telling the truth. And and people was like, "Damn, I didn't think about that, man." Break that shit down. Take that shit to the goddamn grocery store, dumpster, or the nearest dumpster, and get rid of it. Do not promote that you got all of this new shit because motherfuckers is fucked up and they're breaking your house while you at work or while you there. And the the shit that you got for Christmas, you can enjoy that shit for a week or two, and it'll be gone. You know what I'm saying? Is be careful, man. These motherfuckers and shit, they already out here broke. Prices of shit is going up. You know, we all out here struggling, some more than others. So, man, I know y'all work hard for y'all shit. And the last thing that I would want to hear is that, you know what I'm saying, somebody bust you upside the head and took your shit or took, you know what I'm saying, your little son's PS5 because you wanted to show everybody or Instagram and all that. So just be careful what y'all doing and how y'all move. And I'm for real. If you got some new valuables in them big-ass boxes, break that shit down and take that shit to a dumpster. So nobody will fucking know. And you might be like, oh, man, Stuart, my neighbor, he's so wonderful. Yeah, Stuart might be plotting on your motherfucking ass. You don't really know these people. <laughs> For real, you know what I'm saying? You'd be like, Stu, man, they fucking robbed me. Stu be like, they did? It's all, all your shit is in Stu's basement. Yes. For real, man. And if you live in an apartment, I guess you can kind of get away with it depending on how your apartment is set up. Or whatever the fuck, but mainly this is for like residential folks and shit. You know what I'm saying? Hey, be careful, man. It's it's hard out this bitch, man. <sighs> Fucking, you know, you see the video where they robbed a dude in broad daylight. They shot him like six times. He's, he's where down the street in Hollywood? Yeah. Nah, at when the, at the Tesla station? A little bit down by the Tesla station. I don't even know where Tesla station is. It's down the street. Hey, oh, so, Santa Monica or somewhere? Uh, yeah. So it's right here. Uh, it was right down the street, a little bit past Fairfax. Okay. Nigga, they, hey, dude ran out. They were shooting him in his back and ran him over with their car in the middle of the street and everything. Hey, what? Hey. Oh, okay. This must have been some personal shit then. No, they was robbing him. Oh, oh, okay. Damn. Robbing him. Two and, dudes robbing him. And broad daylight. Broad daylight. Shot him like a few times in the back of the lot. And he took off running. He was, he was, hey, he was a soldier. He was a, Did he a, live? Yeah, he was our ranger right, cool. guy, I think. Iranian Indian guy, I think. Damn. But shot him like six times, I think. It was like ran him over with a car too. In the middle of in the middle of Hollywood Boulevard. All these fucking I mean, witnesses and shit. Hey dog, it was on the news. Dad, I oh, see y'all be watching news and shit. Man, that's what see what I'm saying, man. You know what I'm saying? You like you need to keep your head on the swivel at all times because this world's fucked up. But these holiday times, man, that's when them the wolves is extra thirsty and shit, man. Oh, and speaking of wolves, one of my ops finally got caught up, and I'm so happy. You know P22. You know you know who P22 is. P22 was a mountain lion that started. They they think P22 was in Malibu, and he crossed two freeways and shit. Okay, he crossed two freeways to um, and he made it to like Griffith Park. Okay. So he's been living in Griffith Park for some years. They got they got a little tracker and shit on him. 
So they do like little tests or whatever. About three weeks, less than a month ago, there was a, a reporter. It was like uh, came out that he ate a chihuahua that was on a leash with the owner. And then he had attacked another dog and shit. And I've seen videos and shit on like next door where motherfuckers is like P22 was out roaming the streets and shit. Like they got video. So they finally caught that motherfucker and he will not be released back into Griffith Park or whatever. He's a mountain lion? Yeah. Where they putting him at? The zoo? They don't know yet where he's going to go. They say he got a lot of medical conditions and I couldn't be more happier. Fuck P22. He the reason I be kind of paranoid about hiking anyway, fucking why mountain he, lions and shit. P22? Got the number, he's number 22 of the one maybe, they got. Maybe so, or shit, I forgot. But yeah, but he's been like famous. You know, the white folks is like, oh, don't kill him. <laughs> We're on his territory. I'm like, nah, this motherfucker's in Malibu. He came to Hollywood. <laughs> Fuck him. Fucking colonizing ass motherfucking P22, man. That's not the one that bit the little girl, right? Shit. Was that wolf? That was a mountain. Nah, I think it was a mountain lion that grabbed the little girl out. Uh, oh, no, no, no. It was a coyote. Coyotes yeah, out of Whitley Hills, right? Yeah, I seen it in the driveway and shit. Yeah, I seen it, and I'm paranoid about the motherfuckers. Which one was on the beach? I didn't see there was one on the beach. One on the beach? No, I think it was a was a mountain lion or a, a fox. Or the coyote got the little girl. I saw that because a few months ago, the street over over, I'm walking turbo one morning. I'm like, that's a big ass dog. I'm like, oh shit, that's a fucking coyote. And we try to hightail it and shit, so motherfucker, he didn't see us and shit. So I'd be like paranoid when I be walking early in the morning because and I always be seeing like on like next door and like ring and shit. Motherfuckers is always posting about coyotes all yeah. over fucking Hollywood. Yeah, there's a bunch. When I lived in Echo Park, I remember seeing like 10 of them. Damn. All together. And I told this white dude, I was like, hey, man, like a bunch of dogs. He's like, they just coyotes. Oh. <laughs> like, yeah. And, you know, but see, they kind of like more afraid of humans and shit for real. But if you have a dog and shit, then then they more you know try to attack them. But if you got a pit, you know what I'm saying, a bigger dog, they can. Nah, I got two babies, two smaller dogs. Me too. So yeah, the, then yeah, it's a wrap. So you got to protect them. But if you got a bigger dog or Rottweiler, German Shepherd, they can hold their own against some motherfuckers. Nah, rabies and shit, man. True, but shit, let a pit get the lock on that motherfucker. It's a wrap for the coyote. Still might have to put the pit down. True that. And I say, put the pit down. He's evil. This is, he was on a territory, right? That's what they write. I mean, like, bro, we in my neighborhood walking, dog. So oh, I'm well. glad they got P22, man. I'm sick of that motherfucker, dog. All right, here we go, dog. Check this shit out. All right. Oh, shit. Well, let me finish it. Oh, damn. Yeah, the dude was, he was shooting the dude. Oh. And then, then they chased the dude out and then ran him over. That's fucked up. And he's getting in his Tesla and shit. Yeah. That shit. Something else with like robberies I be seeing. Motherfuckers just don't care now. Because they go in stores and just openly just rob places and shit. And they know like they can get away with it. And people be filming them and shit. And it, that shit just like blows my mind. that I see that shit on like TikTok all the time. Motherfuckers just robbing stores and shit. Yeah. Damn. He's flipped his motherfucking ass. Right. Broad daylight. That's Broad fucked day up. <laughs> Man, I'm glad homeboy live, bro. God damn. That shit fucking wild. So, have you did any comedy on TV? Uh, No, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Uh, if that's a goal of mine. It's, uh, I'll be on there about a year, from, hopefully this year. Uh, you got an agent or anything, manager? Not yet. 
I feel that. You got a manager, not an agent. Dig. Trying to find both. All right, man. So tell us, dog, about the comedy, the open mic that you host weekly. That's how me and you are connected. Yes, the storytelling, man. I changed it. uh, It used to be just a regular open mic. And then I was like, you know, I was looking. I was like, everybody's doing, like, storytelling format. And I was like, you know, maybe have a place for people to do stories that a lot of people don't really do it. Yeah. Uh, and then I, it used to be a debate mic too. So people, what's a debate mic? So we would just pull out a subject and debate it. Oh, okay. You know, shit like that. So it was more thinking, and uh, went back to the storyteller format just to for people to be able to tell stories. And I noticed, you know, like when I was there, most people didn't even tell no stories. I, I did. I told the story and shit, but I'm like, damn, I thought this was storytelling. They just telling those random jokes and shit. Some people, some people aren't used to it, man. So the whole thing is to work the shit out, learn how to tell the story. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Learn how to put your punches in. Learn where to pause at. You know, we can shit on Bill Cosby and shit like that but he was the king of storytelling yeah you know what i'm saying and when you actually look at comedy you know i had to look back i was like oh shit Drake, you got to go back to storytelling because you always st- tell a story don't tell jokes slow that shit down a lot and they can tell tell stories wait on the laughs like it's a lot of rules to the shit you know what i'm saying so yeah yeah just gotta learn them all right so we tell the people when and where do you do the shows Every Monday, man, send your fist downtown LA, 155 South Main Street, every Monday, 7 o'clock. That was my first time at that restaurant. I never heard of it and shit. Send your fist. There's a bunch of them, man. Good yeah. food. Good food. Food. Uh, $4 margaritas, y'all. Y'all come out, enjoy. You'll love it. Uh, hopefully, I ain't going to be sounding like Urkel because uh, my nose is broken right now, so I'm trying to let it heal. How long you been doing the, the Monday night shit? Uh... Nine months. Nine okay. months right now. Yeah. Hell yeah. Nine months, man. I was going to move it because, you know, it's it's a big night for comedy on Mondays. You got Potluck at the Comedy Store. You got D-Rays at the Improv. Okay, so I just found out about the Potluck shit the other day, and I was looking it up. But you got to do like a three-minute set. Three-minute set on. You put in for it on Fridays. Yeah, and they hit you up that Monday. They hit you up on Monday afternoon, let you know if you're on it. Yeah, so I got to start working on three-minute set. So D-Ray shit I've been, I've been hearing about, is that open mic or is that oh, just? that's a show. Oh, okay, okay. You got to hang out. And All right, so to get on with that shit, you just got to hang out, be around the shit. Got to hang out, know somebody, keep trying to get up. Yeah, yeah. Keep trying to get up, trying to fit in. Cause yeah, cause the improv it ain't too far from uh, where I'm at now. Yeah, improv's down the street. Yeah, so I'm about to check this shit out. Yeah, man, it's comedy, man. It's a lifestyle, dog. You just gotta want it, man. Hell yeah, stay the fuck out your head, people. All right, so I'm assuming you've been paid for this shit. So like. Starting out or whatever, how much is like motherfuckers like making? Because I, 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 I'm just saying like if somebody was gonna pay you something, like what would like the pay be like twenty five dollars, seventy five? Depends on what the fuck they give you, or what you negotiate for. You don't get nothing, man. You really don't. You, you don't get nothing, man. You start getting a name, you start building your name, building your clientele, building your friends, and just make the right decisions. That's it. But like, what's the going rate? So like, well, what if somebody was to tell me, be like, hey. You know what I'm saying? We want to pay you how much you want. I, like, I wouldn't even know how much to, to like tell a motherfucker. Tell them what you think you're worth. I feel like. That's, I mean, that's it. Hey, what you paying? What you what you make, man? What you paying? That, all right, give me $50. It, give me $100. Give me $200. What, what's the event? 
you never know, man. You know, it's uh, I you know I ain't I I think about the numbers right now because I know what I want, but I know what you know when I uh, it was a show I just did not too long ago, and people was like I would pay about seventy five to one hundred twenty five to see that. So when people telling you I will pay you seventy five dollars a ticket, oh, a, per, a person yeah, yeah. Say per ticket. Okay. People telling me, hey, I will pay seventy five to see you. I would pay one hundred twenty five to see you. Damn. That's when you want to be like, ah, you know, stay. You just gotta visualize it, man, and know you want it, man. But you know, comedy's comedy's hard, man. Comedy's hard. You you know, comedy's easy and hard because it's a it's a politics. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, you're going to have to go hang out. You're going to go have to do your three minutes and then your five minutes and then your seven minutes and then your, your 10, then your 12, then your 15, then your 20. That's how they do you. Yeah, so I started on the three-minute shit. So, yeah. Work, I'm trying to work on some shit now. Well, I mean, uh, you got to get up every day. Yeah. every You get up every day, right? Yep. So get up every day. Try to get up as much as you can. Right, 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 right. And That's what I be doing. And don't switch your don't switch your setup. What I what shit I shit I'm shit I shouldn't be doing. Don't switch your setup. Keep the same set. I got a million sets. Keep your same set. Work on it. No matter how much motherfuckers don't want to hear it, keep doing it. Yeah, yeah. That's it. We tell the people where can they find you at? Andre Mulligan live on Instagram. Andre Mulligan on YouTube. And for the people who got Twitter and uh Facebook, Andre Mulligan. Take a picture. And there you go. Hell yeah. Yeah, like I said, it's robbing season. Y'all <laughs> y'all be careful. What's today? Today's the 14th. Uh, shit. A podcast might happen before then. Oh, shit. I'm supposed to. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Y'all might get one before Christmas. Maybe not. I don't know. I just realized some shit, the dates and all that. I don't know. But if y'all don't hear from me before Christmas, I just want to say, man, I hope you have a little Merry Christmas or whatever. It ain't really about gifts and shit, you know what I'm saying? It's all just about having fun, but whatever the fuck you want, hope you can get it. Don't be stressing out, trying to buy my motherfucking shit. Um, be safe. You know, for those that live in the colder climates, I hope y'all stay warm. Snow and all that shit don't hit y'all too bad. Everybody in like Florida and shit, man. I'm I'm jealous of y'all because it's been cold out here in California. It's been raining two last few days. But yeah, I just want y'all to be happy. Sending out fresh vibes, good health, good wealth, all the positive things in life that you want. I hope you get that shit. And I'm only sending this out to those who are deserving, the ones who feel the same way about me as I feel about them. For everybody out there that be lying on me, talking shit, making up rumors. Allegations and shit. I just want to say, fuck you, eat a dick, and die slow. <laughs> you just got buried, you little punk ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, we ain't really bury a lot of people in this episode of shit. Next one will, but yeah, man, this is Robin season number three or four, or whatever. I got to go back and look. But yeah, man, y'all stay fresh, y'all stay happy, y'all stay healthy. You know what I'm saying? Until the next time. This podcast has been presented to you by Extraterrestrial Enterprises.